to head on goal, and Jordan Morris has done it. Appealing in vain for offside, the Chicago Fire defenders. Jordan Morris from the doorstep saves the day for the Sounders. the other way. Look who's running hard after defensively. Wayne Rooney, the net is empty. Big collision by the captain. That is unbelievable effort. Rooney putting one up. Bacosta. Hello and welcome back to Stateside Soccer Show. This is episode three presented by Stoppage Time Soccer Show. My name is Jordan Wiegand and we have a great show for you this weekend. Uh, I know we typically talk a lot of MLS on this um, on this podcast, um, but today we're actually going to start off with the first half of the show being strictly USL Championship. They're in their playoffs, so we're going to go over the upcoming games for this weekend for USL, and we're going to go over the games that just happened as well for USL Championship. That happened on Saturday, and then we'll go over in the second half of the show uh, the MLS games from Saturday and Sunday. So, uh, to get us started here on the uh, on USL, it was the quarterfinals uh, for the, uh, well, I guess really round of 16, but you know, quarterfinals for the East and quarterfinals for the West. We had the Charlotte Independents go up against the Charleston Battery. And three minutes in, Charleston Battery score uh, off a really uh, kind of odd goal where the ball is kind of uh, going across the box from the right to left. And uh, a person falls down, you know, one of the strikers falls down. The defense kind of lets up because of that, but there's another uh, player, uh, Daly, for Charleston Battery, who's there to just tuck it into the goal. 64 minutes in, we have Hugh Roberts equalize for uh, for Charlotte. Uh, this is Charlotte's actually first playoff game as well in their history. And then in the 101st minute, after they go to extra time, Arthur uh, Basua scores for the Charleston Battery to move them on. And we will um, see who they're going to be playing. And we'll kind of preview that one. Uh, the next game here was Hartford Athletic versus St. Louis FC. St. Louis FC, who might be uh, probably folding at some point just due to the fact that it sounds like they might fold uh, due to the fact that MLS is putting a St. Louis team itself uh it'd be nice if st louis fc um i mean the st louis mls team 
if they could make a deal to have St. Louis FC be the you know their USL um, team, but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Uh, this one was nil-nil all the way up until the 90th minute where uh, Joaquin Rivas scores for St. Louis FC. Uh, let me tell you, though, I love these crests. Uh, the Hartford Athletic crest is really nice looking, and so is the St. Louis FC crest. Uh, so I am I'm kind of in love with this Hartford Athletic. I've watched a lot of their games, uh, actually, recently um, since they've been founded and, and joined the USL. They've been a really fun team to, to watch with. Uh, you know, just seeing the crest and stuff. Um, Louisville City versus Pittsburgh Riverhounds was the next matchup. And uh, Cameron Lancaster scores 17 minutes in for Louisville. And, uh, and Corbin Bone scores 86 minutes in for, um, for Louisville. Uh, they have Corbin Bone here as man of the match. Let me tell you, Lancaster is all over the place as well. Lancaster is really fun to watch. And also, former Philadelphia Union uh, Antoine uh, Hopeno on Louisville. He was also part of FC Cincinnati before they made the jump to uh, MLS, and now he is on Louisville. So that one finished 2-0. And now this game, this game was crazy. The next game here, Tampa Bay Rowdies versus Birmingham Legion. First half is all Tampa Bay Rowdies. Eight minutes in, Jordan Doherty. Uh, scores to make it 1-0. Uh, 38 minutes in, Sebastian Gunazadi makes it 2-0. Then in the 57th minute, it's Prosper Kassam for Birmingham Legion. Uh, makes it 2-1. And then six minutes later in the 63rd minute, Bruno Lapa scores to make it 2-2. And Birmingham Legion right back into this game. But then in the 70th minute, Lucky Moxana scores for... Uh, Tampa Bay to make it 3-2, and then 80th minute, Leo Fernandez scores to make it 4-2, and that's how that game finished. Birmingham Legion, though, again, I think I mentioned this in the first episode, I really like their crest a lot, and, you know, the USL has so many interesting crests and names that I wish MLS would kind of take a a hint from there instead of just naming everything FC or SC now, or Unite it. Um, oh, another good one here. Reno 1868 FC versus LA Galaxy 2. Four minutes in, Kevin Partida for Reno scores to make it 1 0. Uh, then 10 minutes in, Jalen Neal scores for LA Galaxy 2 to make it 1 1. Then Corey James Herzog scores in the 35th minute to make it 2 1 for Reno. And then Foster Langsdorf makes it 3-1. to one. Then there's a penalty kick in the 59th minute to make it 4-1. to one, And that's scored by Corey James Herzog as well. And then there was a red card for LA Galaxy 2 in the 76th minute. But it finished 4-1. to one. Uh, It was all Reno. All Reno. Let me tell you, there's actually... I, I can't remember if it was this game or not, but uh, there's been a lot of very bad goalkeeping in that round of 16 matches um uh particularly in in one of the games i'm about to talk about here but uh the next game here san antonio fc versus new mexico united 
Uh, New Mexico score one in the 101st minute because it was nil-nil. They went extra time. 101st minute, Chris Weehan uh, scores to make it 1-0 New Mexico, and that's how that game finished. Not much going on there. And then the game that had it all. <laughs> the game that had it all. El Paso Locomotive versus FC Tulsa. Okay. This was a fantastic, uh, fantastic game. It was uh, I, just just a great game. It had everything. Let, let's talk about it. 19 minutes in, Leandro Carrillo, uh, Carrillo scores to make it 1-0. Then uh, for El Paso, Tulsa equalized in the 38th minute through Rodrigo da Costa. Then in the 68th minute, uh, FC Tulsa take a lead and, uh, through Callum Chapman Page. Then in the 82nd minute, Leandro Carrillo uh, scores again to make it 2-2. Then in the 101st minute, there's a red card for Callum Chapman Page. Uh, and then they go to penalties. And in the penalties, the first one to convert is Christian Altamarino uh, on uh, on Tulsa. Then Nick Ross equalizes uh, for uh, Locomotive. Then Lebo Moloto misses his penalty for Tulsa. Um, then Brian Rebellion scores to make it a 2-1 on penalties um, for uh, for locomotive, locomotive. Then Ariel Martinez misses his penalty for Tulsa. Richie Ryan scores his penalty for uh, for locomotive. And then uh, Bradley Bourgeois scores his penalty uh, to make it three two. Yeah, three two. And then to make it four two, uh, Saeed Robinson. Uh, and El Paso locomotive move on. Game that everything. Great goal. It was tons of goals, tons of shots as well, tons of crossbar action, penalty shootout, red card. It, it, it was a fantastic match. Look up the highlights on YouTube on the official USL page. They're they're great fun to watch. And then the last game was Phoenix Rising FC versus Sacramento Republic FC. And in the 114th minute, Solomon Asante scores to make it 1-0 for Phoenix Rising. And, and uh, that's it. That moves them on. And we'll talk a little bit about that one here in just a second. Uh, the game that uh, had the really bad goalkeeping uh, here was actually the... Uh, that's what, Yeah, it was the Louisville-Pittsburgh uh, game. So that... There was uh, the, the the second goal for Louisville. Uh, it was the Charlotte Independence-Charleston Battery game. It was um, <laughs> that 101st minute goal by Basua. The goalkeeper comes way out. Way out. He's past the penalty spot. Coming out trying to get this ball that's being crossed in. And he just misses. And it's just an empty net for... Uh, for um, for Charleston to uh, take the lead. And it was just really bad goalkeeping in that instance. And then it was also in the um, 
uh, there was another instance of that, I believe, in the Reno game where where somebody came out goalkeeper wise, and it was just uh, not not a great look, uh, not very good skill uh, in, in the goalkeeper at that spot. But I guess it is what it is. But uh, let's talk about Phoenix Rising and Sacramento Republic real quick. There was a big problem with this game. <laughs> the goal that Asante scores in the 114th minute is with his fist. It, it looks really close, but if you slow it down, and here's the problem, USL right now doesn't have VAR, so no way to check it. But his his fist is kind of close to his face, and as it's coming in, he kind of moves his fist with his face. So it's hard to tell on even like the highlight package, but I've seen it slowed down on Twitter, and it is pretty clear that this hits his fist or his arm and goes in to the back of the net and uh sacramento republic is robbed of moving on um into the next round speaking of moving on to the next round here is the next matchups so uh, all of these games the conference semifinals are going to be on ESPN Plus, and they're all next Saturday, the 17th. So at 7.30 p.m., because Louisville City won against Pittsburgh, they moved on to face St. Louis FC, who beat Hartford Athletic. So that's going to be at 7.30 on Saturday, the 17th of October. Um, then we have in at 7:30 as well on the same day Charleston Battery who beat the Charlotte Independents are going to be facing off against the Tampa Bay Rowdies who defeated the Birmingham Legion so those are Saturday at 7:30 Louisville versus St. Louis Charleston versus Tampa Bay all right the next game is at 9 o'clock on 10-17. That's next Saturday. Reno 1868 FC. They beat LA Galaxy 2. They move on to face Phoenix Rising, who used their, you know, kind of forced their way into the next round with their, uh, with their fist um, to beat Sacramento Republic FC. So it's going to be Reno versus Phoenix. ESPN Plus, 10-17 at 9 p.m., and at 9.30, it's Locomotive El Paso FC. El Paso Locomotive FC facing off. Uh, they beat Tulsa. They will face off against New Mexico United, who beat San Antonio FC. And that, again, is going to be on 10.17 at 9.30. So, one of our winners is going to be it's going to be one of these uh, eight teams here Louisville St. Louis Charleston Tampa Reno Phoenix El Paso and New Mexico and uh, all these games are on ESPN plus the final is on November 1st at 8:30 p.m. that's a Sunday uh, that's about one two three weeks from now and that's on ESPN and ESPN Deportes and you can listen to it on Sirius XM FC so going to be going to be a good one um 
this was a fun weekend of USL Championship playoffs. Uh, we'll be covering these. Uh, they're playing like every weekend instead of midweek. So these will be on like the weekend episodes, while the midweek will probably be more focused on the American Abroads and uh, and and MLS. All right. So, I mean, if I had to think here of who's going to win, I'm, I'm going to say probably, I'm going to, let's predict. I'm going to say Louisville is going to beat St. Louis. I think Tampa Bay is going to beat Charleston. And I think Reno is going to beat Phoenix. And El Paso is going to beat New Mexico. So we'll see. We'll see if I'm right in any of those. But. Um, that's what I have, and let's see. Does it have a pick a pick'em thing? It does actually. Um, all right. Well, that wraps up our USL portion of the show. So we will take a quick break, and then we'll get into some MLS action. We'll get right back to talking some soccer with Logan and Matt in just a minute. But first, you guys, fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Do you guys have Disney Plus? Because I have a brand new podcast that breaks down the Marvel Cinematic Universe's new Disney Plus series, starting with WandaVision, when it premieres later this year in 2020. And we'll also break down some news and speculation about the movies that are coming up, casting news, maybe even some comic stuff. We'll see how it goes. You can catch us. We're called Marvel Plus. Get it? Because they're about the Marvel Disney Plus series. It's called Marvel Plus. It's part of my Behind the Dreams network, uh, which is my Disney podcast. Um, But we have a brand new show. You can find us on the Behind the Dreams podcast feed, but you can also find us on our own feed. And like I said, it's called Marvel Plus. You can find us on Twitter, Marvel Plus Recaps. Find us on Facebook at Marvel uh, Marvel Plus Recaps. That's about it. Back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we are back from our break. And we're going to talk a little MLS action now. We did have some games that were postponed due to uh, some uh, coronavirus concerns with some positive tests. Uh, I think I mentioned this in the leading up to it. Colorado Rapids and LA Galaxy. I think I mentioned that in the midweek. I think that was already known at that point that that was canceled. I don't recall. But uh, that one was postponed. That's Colorado's fourth game postponed. I don't know how they're going to make up these games. We're Like I said before, MLS is pretty much playing midweek, weekend, midweek, weekend, midweek, weekend, all the way up till November 8th, which is decision day. And then it's into the playoffs. So I'm not sure how that's going to work. Uh, they might have to go by points per game or something. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not, for standings, I'm not really sure. Um, I guess we'll see how it goes. But Colorado has now missed four games. I don't know how they make all of those up. Uh, so that was postponed. That was Saturday's game. That was postponed. And on Sunday, we uh, had postponements of Orlando City. SC versus Columbus Crew. Sounds like there were some positives in, in Crew's facilities. And uh, there was uh, oh, Dallas, oh, FC Dallas versus Minnesota United was 
another one that was postponed. Um, so other than that, we're going to get into the scores that actually happened. On Saturday, Inter-Miami kept up their hot streak now. Uh, they won another game. They won 1-0 over the Houston Dynamos. I believe that's two straight because they beat the Red Bulls. Before that, they had lost to Philly. Um, so that's, uh, let's see here, Inter-Miami. Um, yeah, that's two straight for them after they had a three straight loss skid. So their last five games uh, before this one, they were two wins, three losses. In their last six now, they are three wins, three losses. So they're, they're turning a little bit of a corner in the last two games. 57 minutes in, it's a penalty for Lewis Morgan. He converts it and makes it 1-0 over the Houston Dynamo, who in their last five games entering this had a draw, a loss, a draw, a loss, and a win against FC Dallas. So um, they are, um, they were, uh, they were kind of not in the best form either going into this. Atlanta United versus New York Red Bulls. This is the game we're going to talk about first. Okay. Um, Atlanta United versus New York Red Bulls. Red Bulls win one nil, and it's Caden Clark. 47 minutes in, the 17-year-old. They had just got him from... Uh, yeah, he had just... They had just got him from... Uh, they had just signed him that day. After they acquired the rights from Minnesota United. So here's the story of that here. So this happened on... This happened on Saturday. They announced... The signing of 17-year-old Caden Clark. He joined the New York Red Bulls in the U.S. Uh, the New York Red Bulls two in the championship for the 2020 season. Uh, he's originally from Minnesota, so he started with the Minnesota Thunder Academy in 2015. Uh, so that gave it where Minnesota had the rights, even though it's a different team's academy. Um. So, uh, there you go. He had to. Uh, they had to trade his rights to New York Red Bulls, and he scores. It was a pretty nice goal uh, for a first goal. Um, 17 years old, U.S. men's youth player. So keep an eye out for Caden Clark. He's probably going to go overseas at some point, uh, especially now that he's in the Red Bull system. They, you know, they can always move him over to Leipzig or Salzburg. But Caden Clark, 47 minutes in. That's the only goal of the game. Atlanta continue their struggles. Uh, they did just beat D.C. United last week. And they had uh, beat Dallas back in September 23rd. Uh, and they drew against Atlanta last uh, midweek. But so far, not a great run of form for Atlanta. Frank DeBoer, former manager for Atlanta, is now coaching the Netherlands uh, men's team somehow uh, after failing here. And he, he is now over in Netherlands. And they have yet to score in his two matches, I believe, in charge. I think it's been two matches. And uh, I think that was the first time that they had not scored in two matches for like five years. Uh, there was a stat on 
there's a stat on Twitter about that. All right, that was a Saturday game. Let's go to another Saturday game. It was Vancouver Whitecaps versus Real Salt Lake. 37 minutes in, Demir Krylock scores to make Real Salt Lake the lead, 1-0. Then 71 minutes in, it's an own goal for Douglas Martinez to make it 1-1. And then four minutes later, Vancouver capitalized through Lucas Daniel Cavallini to make it 2-1. And that was all she wrote. I did watch this game. I watched this game last night uh, while just it was a 10 p.m. Saturday game. And it was pretty nice. Pretty good game. All right. And now here we are. We have looked at all the Saturday games. And now we're going to the Sunday games. And they all started with New York City FC versus New England Revolution. This game was at 4.30 p.m. uh, on Sunday, October 11th. Three minutes in, Teal Bunbury scores, assisted by Lee Wynn. That fast. (laughs) To make it 1-0 New England Revolution. Then there was a Lee Wynn penalty in the 80th minute to make it 2-0. And then Alexander Kalins scored in the 90th minute to make it 2-1. And that was that was it for that match. The next game was at 7 p.m. on ESPN. It was LAFC versus Seattle Sounders. LAFC trying to get back Uh, get their form back. They've kind of been hot and cold at times. Uh, And uh, here's here's some weird things. Six minutes in, Mark Anthony K gets injured. Gets injured. They put in Andy Nahar, the former DC United player, Honduras International. He comes in. And then in the 13th minute, Andy Nahar gets injured, and they have to bring in Mohamed uh, Elmuner. And, I mean, they had to burn, LAFC had to burn two subs that quickly. Uh, 15 minutes in, Danny Musovsky scores for LAFC to make it 1-0. Assisted by Edward Altuesta. Uh, Then there was another sub in the 46th minute. Uh, Christian Torres came in for Adrian Perez. Then in the 65th minute, it's... Francisco Janela to make it 2-0 LAFC, assisted by Danny Mazowski. So he had a goal and an assist. And then Nicholas Lodero with a rocket from outside the box on a free kick. Beautiful, beautiful goal. Uh, I did retweet this one. It is on the Stateside Soccer Show Twitter. Uh, Take a look at that, the Nicholas Lodero goal, 77 minutes in. To pull one back. And then 84 minutes in, Danny Mozovsky scores to make it 3-1. Uh, and he had himself a game. And he's actually man of the match with a 9.2 match rating. So, LAFC, keep it rolling. They put a stop to Seattle Sounders, who had had four wins in their last five before this. And uh, LAFC had three wins in their last five before this match. So, and they had lost to Seattle back on the 18th of uh, the 18th of September, and it was a 3-0 Seattle um, Seattle win last time these two sides faced off. Okay, then we had Chicago Fire and DC United going on at 
Sapong scores uh, three minutes in. CJ Sapong scores to make it 1-0 for Chicago Fire. 45 minutes in, Boris so, uh, Sukalich scores to make it 2-0 for Chicago Fire. And then in the 56 minutes, own goal for Jonathan Bornstein to make it 2-1. And DC just continue their losing ways. They've lost their last five matches, and they have not won in their last six at least. Uh, they had a draw against Toronto. Then they had a loss against Nashville, a loss against New England, a loss against Atlanta, and a loss against New York City FC, and then a loss against Chicago Fire. So they, even though they did part ways with Ben Olsen midweek, not much still going on there. Alrighty, then at uh, this game took place at 7.30 as well. FC Cincinnati versus Toronto FC, who are the league leaders. They are in the lead of the supporter shield right now, Toronto FC. And 29 minutes in, Patrick Mullins, the former Maryland Terrapin, scores to make it 1-0. And uh, I'll tell you, Patrick Mullins is a nice guy. I did talk to him when he was on um, DC United. Uh, I went to one of the games at Soccerplex at, uh, for the U.S. Open Cup, and they were playing against um, Orlando. And uh, it was raining, and they had to, we had this whole delay for like two hours, and when they were warming back up, he was he was talking to us, saying he appreciated us coming out and sticking around in this um, crappy weather. So he's a nice guy. He's been all around. He played for New England Revolution. He played for New York City FC, DC United, Columbus Crew, Toronto FC. So he's been all around, journeyman. Um, but he is a, he's a nice guy. Always look forward to uh, seeing where where he goes, and happy that he was able to get the goal. And it's the only goal of the match, 1-0 Toronto FC. And they, with that, they've actually clinched a playoff spot. They're the only team so far to have clinched a playoff spot. All right, moving on to the big one, Philadelphia Union versus Montreal Impact. This is the one I was watching during those games. 39 minutes in, uh, Montero scores for the Philadelphia Union, assisted by El Cino. And this was a great goal. This was a great assist too. Just good, good vision from Ilsenio to get that uh, to get that goal. Forty-eight minutes in, Sergio Santos. Two minutes after he came onto the pitch, scores to make it two 0 Also assisted by Ilsenio, and it looked like he was going to miss this shot, but he actually uh, was a little worrisome. And then sixty-five minutes in, Amar Sedjic scores for. Montreal impact and uh, the union had to hold on and kind of bunker down there for the last 10, 15 minutes to make sure that they were able to get the win. Montreal had some chances, but El Cino is your player of the match uh, in this game. He actually had a rare start. He usually comes on in, you know, after halftime, but today he started and he actually played until the 72nd minute. So, and then the other 7.30 game was Sporting Kansas City versus Nashville SC. 15 minutes in, Walker Zimmerman, former FC Dallas player, former LAFC player, uh, scores for Nashville SC to make it 1-0 15 minutes in. But then Gerso Fernandez scores in the 53rd minute to make it 1-1. Then it's a red car for Alistair Johnston, the second yellow, in the 54th minute. 
And then Eric Hurtado scores in the 79th minute to make it two to one. All right. And what you have to do, what you have to do is pause this show. If you have not seen that Eric Hurtado goal, pause the podcast, go to Twitter. I've retweeted it. It is a fantastic finish. Kind of like the Diego Valeri one I was talking about midweek, but probably even better. This one is a whipped-in ball from the left side, crossed into the box, and Eric Hurtado jumps up in the air on the volley, kicks it with his right foot, and it goes into the top left corner about uh, fantastic off the volley goal. Check out that Hurtado goal. It's probably goal of the week so far. Close seconds, probably that Eric Hurtado, uh, that uh, Nicholas uh, Ladero goal is really good too. But uh, check out the Hurtado goal. Really great finish. Um, now let's get to Portland Timbers versus San Jose Earthquakes. So the first half finished nil nil. As soon as we get out of halftime, a minute into the second half. Nia's Goda scores to make it 1-0. Really good build-up play. Whipped in. Really good header by Nia's Goda to make it 1-0. 52nd minute in. Just some awful <laughs> kind of defending. The goalkeeper makes a save uh, for San Jose, but uh, pushes the ball back out. Uh, San Jose tries to clear it out. It finds him. <laughs> to Nia's Gota, and the goal is wide open, and he just takes the shot to score that one. Uh, there was a goal scored by uh, San Jose that then gets called back uh, with a VAR check. It sounds like they called it back for offsides. Very marginal. You can't even really notice it in, in the... Um, it's really hard to notice at all, actually. Uh, in the in the presentation that we were presented with, anyway, while watching the game. And then 86 minutes in, Felipe Mora scores to make it 3-0. And uh, Portland wraps it up with a 3-0 scoreline. And that now puts them in second place in the West. All right, and now let's check out those standings. So... The standings right now, Toronto FC, top of the East, top of MLS with 37 points. They clinched that playoff spot. So they are in first. Second place, Philadelphia Union, keep pace. They're just three points behind with 34 points in the East. That's also, uh, they are also, yeah, they're also second place in uh, the Supporter Shield as well. Third place, Columbus Crew. They're third place in the East and third place in the Supporter Shield right now with 31 points. Um, Orlando City still with 30 points right now. Uh, they are. Um, they did not play this week, so that's going to be a uh, you know that that's okay I guess, <laughs> but they're they're still they're still okay. Out of the playoff spots right now is DC United, FC Cincinnati, Inter Miami, and Nashville. Uh, 
on in the East. In the West, right now at the top is Seattle Sounders FC. But right on their tail is Portland Timbers. Out of the playoff spot so far on the West is LA Galaxy, Real Salt Lake, Vancouver Whitecaps, and the Houston Dynamo. When we look at the when we look at the supporter shield, yeah, fourth place is Seattle. So you got Toronto, Philly, Columbus, Seattle, Orlando as your top teams for the supporter shield race right now. And uh, let's look ahead to midweek. Wednesday, the 14th, is the only day this midweek with games. 7.30 p.m., Montreal Impact vs. New England Revolution. That's on MLS Live on ESPN+. 7.30 p.m. as well is FC Cincinnati vs. Columbus Crew. That's also on ESPN+. We'll see if that goes through with, with the crew's issues. Orlando City SC versus New York City FC. It's also on MLS Live on ESPN+. Plus. 7.30, Toronto FC versus New York Red Bulls. That's also on ESPN+. Plus. 8 o'clock, DC United versus Philadelphia Union. That's also on uh, ESPN+. Plus. Houston Dynamo versus Nashville SC. That's also on MLS+. Plus. That's at 8 o'clock. Inter-Miami CF versus Atlanta United FC on ESPN+. Plus. 8 o'clock, Minnesota United FC versus Chicago Fire FC on MLS+. Plus. I mean, ESPN+, Plus, um, MLS Live on ESPN+. Plus. 8.30 p.m., FC Dallas versus Sporting Kansas City on ESPN+. Plus. 9.30, Real Salt Lake versus Portland Timbers on ESPN+. Plus. 10 o'clock, Seattle Sounders FC versus Colorado Rapids. If that happens, Colorado's missed four games. We'll see if this continues. But that one is on uh, ESPN+. Plus. If so, 10 o'clock, Vancouver Whitecaps versus LAFC on ESPN+. Plus. And LA Galaxy versus San Jose Earthquakes at 10.30 as well on ESPN+. Plus. No games on Fox or regular ESPN for the midweek games. All right, so uh, that about wraps us up here. I don't think there was any other storylines that needed covering today. So thank you for listening to our show. Uh, I will be recording one with the guys for Stoppage Time Soccer Show. That one will probably premiere uh, either later Monday night or early Tuesday morning. Um, this one that you're listening to now is up as of Monday morning. So you might get another episode later tonight, or it might be tomorrow morning, uh, that will focus on previewing the English Premier League. Uh, we're going to talk the big changes that Liverpool and Man U are trying to push through for the Premier League. We will also discuss the transfer deadline day deals and we'll discuss the upcoming games and preview like the Merseyside Derby that's on Saturday. So if you're interested in any English Premier League talk, we'll be talking about that. Of course, we'll also be talking about American abroad, Americans Abroad on our show here 
on Stateside Soccer Show. So if you don't really have an interest in EPL, but you want to know how Pulisic is doing or how Gio Reyna is doing in Dortmund, you can catch it all on here. Thank you for listening to our show and have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you all probably Thursday after the Wednesday games. Thank you. Tomorrow, throwing his body in. It's going to fall for Ibrahimovic. Oh, come on! Come on! Thank you for listening to Stoppage Time Soccer Show. We hope that you continue to listen to our show as we recap the U.S. men's national team, Americans Abroad, MLS, USL. This is Stateside Soccer Show presented by Stoppage Time Soccer Show. Have a good one.